Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Joined as always by Jeff Corey. Today we're talking week, what, week eight in the NFL. We've got some good performances today we're going to go over. So we're going to jump into this thing. We're going to go look talk about the quarterbacks first here, Jeff. Top, top quarterback of the day, Patrick Mahomes. So he hadn't been putting up as big of games, you know, this year maybe. But when you play the Jets, I think everything is uh, pretty simple. And he went 31 to 42, 416, five touchdowns. Just uh, really, really good game overall for him. I mean, really, no surprise there, right? I mean, I don't know how much we're going to talk about that. It's Patrick Mahomes against the Jets. He should have done that. So simple. <laughs> I don't think yep. came through. <laughs> and then uh, number two on the day, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson threw himself four touchdowns, 261 yards. I mean, just. Russell Wilson, again, just playing great. And the biggest thing there in that game was him throwing the ball to DK Metcalf. Uh, DK, man, that guy was uh, – that guy is ridiculous. I mean, what did he end up there? 12 catches, 161, and two touchdowns? I mean, he is he is really, really good, I would say that. <laughs> yeah, he's a monster of a man. He, he keeps performing. Russell's still doing well. And, um, I mean, moving on to the third one, because there's not much you have to say about Mahomes <laughs> or Wilson, but, I mean, the, the top three are – yeah, yeah. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, it was uh, exactly what you expected for that top three. They keep performing week in, week out. I think Rodgers and, and Wilson both maybe – or Rodgers and Mahomes, actually, both have had one week where they haven't produced that well. But other than that, they've all been unbelievably good. And because of that, their top wide receivers, which we'll get to, I'll do well as you know as well. You you mentioned DK, but Devonta Adams also had a big game. We'll get to him in a moment with the wide receivers. But I mean, I would assume these guys are lock and load. You play yeah. them for the rest of the time. You don't worry about it. Does anyone else? Because now we kind of it kind of gets kind of mixed up. Yeah. Is anyone else in this mix with these top three guys? Like, is there anyone else that you feel like very very confident in that they could perform at a high level like these three? Honestly, not not really anymore because Lamar's not quite doing it. Josh Allen has fallen back. He's not putting up those numbers anymore. So those two are not keeping up there. Drew Brees isn't there anymore. They're, I mean, who, who is there? I mean, uh, even though it was on by, like you don't think Deshaun Watson's going to be up there and there's no more Dak. I don't think there is. I think these are like the guys right now, it feels like, because Lamar, I mean, it was a tougher matchup, you know, obviously. He did have uh, one rushing touchdown called back, which would have made his day a lot better. But he's just not in this conversation right now, with like, especially with Mahomes and Russell Wilson. He's not with those two at all. So, no, I don't know if there really is guys to jump up there right now. Justin Herbert might be the closest thing to it, honestly. I was going to bring his name up. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's very true. I mean, he, he's a, only a couple of guys down. He had 27 points in yeah. standard scoring this week. I think that would put him at number six. Another great outing, and uh, just above him, just to give a rounded out, Matthew Stafford and Phillip Rivers, both capable of doing well, but they came out and played really well, especially Phillip Rivers. It's good to see him do it because he's been very up and down. In the past two weeks uh, against Cincinnati and Detroit, obviously two very prime matchups, but he has shown out, and he does very, very well. Um, but 
then you have Baltimore and Tennessee. So I expect him yep. to kind of fall back down to earth, but it's very interesting to see him do so well. And Matthew Stafford um, just been solid. I don't, I'm, you can't really praise him too much, you know, but uh, he played very well against an Indianapolis team that has a pretty darn good defense. And, um, you know, other than his week six poor showing against Jacksonville, he's been a very, you know, a relatively good starter. So those guys are, are, are the other two up there. And then we get to Justin Herbert. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what do you see this guy slowing down? Because at this point, doesn't feel like it, it has right to be now. In the conversation, right? The way he's been playing, he, he absolutely has to. I have not seen any reason why he's going to slow down at this point. And he just keeps keeps playing, you know, really, really well since, uh, I mean, really almost every game this year, the only one, the only game he didn't have a great fantasy output, he still threw for 330 yards in that game. So he's been great. I mean, the schedule, I don't think it's, I mean, he has, he has Vegas. Miami's been tougher. But I'm not worried about that. Then he has the Jets. Not worried about that. But Buffalo, you know, that can be a little tougher. But for the most part, this schedule doesn't really worry you, honestly. There's just nothing about it that just, you know, I think it's going to be good. And then his playoff schedule, he starts off with uh, Atlanta week 14. Got to love that. So, yeah, I don't see any slowing down for him. I'm, he's playing really well. Then, um, look, we talked about Lamar didn't do great. I mean, Josh Allen said didn't do great. Josh Allen's actually had a stretch here where he hasn't been – that great for fantasy i'll say week five he had 20.3 then he what he went 19.0 16.3 12.4 that's um a little worrisome i guess if you're you were riding that you know the big josh allen games to start the year he's just not doing it for you anymore yeah well and what do you think i mean he's been steadily declining since his you know his big output in the beginning of the year like you said and that is more worrisome going down increment by increment Especially there's a few games in here that you should be, you know, he should have had a very good week against the New York Jets who just gave up a big week. Um, just, um, just in week seven, he had them yep. and he has, you know, that was his second worst outing. And then today against new England, his worst outing besides for obviously his passing has fallen off a little bit, the amount mm -hmm. of touchdowns he's getting. But I think the other one is the rushing. I mean, the touchdowns aren't there. Yeah, they are not there. And we knew that was... Well, he did get he, one today, but still. Yes, he yeah. did get one today. And he did this last year as well, where he yeah. actually was able to get in the end zone quite a bit through through his legs. Are you thinking that this is this will be up and down and kind of a fluky thing, or do you think he'll get back on track? Because <laughs> we we have seen him do this for a year and a half now. And even, even this year, he has four rushing touchdowns, but, you know, three games prior, he, he didn't do much of anything. I mean, um, when you look at who he played against early on to do this, I mean, so he did it against the Jets in week one, Miami in week two, the Rams in three. So Rams just, what, lost to Miami. The Rams aren't the greatest. They're, they're not scaring you on defense. And then he did it to um, Las Vegas. So maybe it was just a, a product of schedule, too. I mean, he's going to have a game or two that's high. Maybe, I mean, even Seattle could be a shootout. Who knows next week? Arizona's not the worst in the world to play against, but I just don't trust it. And then when you go into the – if you start looking start looking at playoff scheduling already, week 14, so if you're fantasy playoffs, week 14, he plays Pittsburgh. So you can't, yeah, and, you can't well, love that. Not only that, Pittsburgh, then Denver, and then New England. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not the, not the greatest lineup. And obviously New England – 
this is who just yeah. held him to the lowest point total of the year so far. Yep. That is the defense that he just faced. Yep. What are you feeling for this? Because a lot of people, this is, you know, trade deadlines and things of that nature are either rapidly approaching or, or hitting now. When you have Josh Allen, even though he is before this week, he was still ranked the what fourth best QB. Are you trying to sell him after seeing what has happened and, you know, taking a note of his playoff schedule? I mean, maybe (laughs) depends on what you can get. I I still think there's potential there and the quarterback group has been fine. But like we said, there's, you got those top guys maybe, but there's a lot of just guys that are all over the board. So I think I'd still try to ride it out, but I'd be looking the whole time for somebody that plays week 14 that might have a better matchup and feel and don't hesitate to s- switch out your quarterback in week 14, even if you use Allen the rest of the way. But um, if someone wants, if you could make a deal to get a different quarterback, a higher, you know, more consistent one, I'd go for it. But there's just those guys, I mean, it's Mahomes and it's Russell Wilson and it's Kyler Murray. Oh, we forgot about Kyler Murray, of course. That's he's the other one that'd be up. At the oh, top. he is the other yeah. one we did completely miss yep. him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's on by this week. Just yeah. kind of forgot about him. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> yep. But Kyler's the other one. Kyler would be in that top. But if you get somebody like that, somehow, maybe it's a team that's out of it or something. I don't know. Um, those are the only guys that I think would make a difference. I think you just might ride with Allen and try to find that guy for week 14. Would you, if someone has lost faith in Lamar, would you trade Josh Allen for Lamar? And, you know, I won't go into like kickers or, or to sweeten the deal, but just one for one, which yeah. one would you rather have for the rest of the year? I'd, I'd take Lamar. I would. I'd actually take Lamar. I've, I have more confidence. I think he, I mean, his day was okay against Pittsburgh. Um, could have been better, but Pittsburgh's tough. So I, I'd go Lamar. Yeah, I, I I feel the same way. I thought it wasn't what you know you were hoping, but like you said, I mean, one rushing touchdown, he threw two interceptions, but that that defense is for real. Uh, and I mean, that team is for real. They're they're a very good yeah. team. Pittsburgh is. They're going to be a. Uh, they're definitely going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be a a contender. We'll see yep. how they well what they do down the stretch, but. Having said that, I mean, you know, he did throw two touchdowns. He had 65 yards rushing. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to lose sleep over this, but I do have to say when he hits the playoffs, he has a good schedule, but before that, it does not get very, it doesn't get much easier for a while, right? Because you have Indianapolis, New England, Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Those are the next four games. So even though I think he'll be fine, I think he is going to be a very undervalued commodity come the playoffs because he's just going to look like he's kind of a middling quarterback this year mm-hmm. but you hit the you know week 13 all of a sudden you have dallas cleveland jacksonville new york giants yep. i mean you can't ask one. for much of a better situation especially for baltimore who is going to be you know playoff bound and they're going to be you know trying to gear up for that run which yep. obviously ended early last year so i do still have i, I still believe in lamar and um i think maybe who knows? Maybe people will start losing faith because it, you know he hasn't been spectacular, like you said. All right. How about we move over to running backs today? The running back board is going to look a little odd here after we get through one here. So we got Dalvin Cook at one, who just had an awesome game coming back. 163 on the ground, 63 through the air, four touchdowns total, 46.6 in standard, which is a ridiculous day. Just it's a uh, yeah. No worries about Delvin Cook. So that guy, that guy is good. After Delvin Cook, it's where the board just gets a little weird today. 
Zach Moss is the second highest scoring in standard scoring today with because of his two touchdowns. He 14 carries, 81 yards. And that was our worry with with Zach Moss and the Devin Singletary thing um, was the goal line work, right? And yeah, because Singletary had 14 carries as well. And he actually turned it into 86 yards. So five more yards than, um, you know, than Moss did. But Moss is the guy on the goal line. Moss gets the touchdown. So what do you do? Touchdowns matter in fantasy and in real life, I guess, too. But true. Yeah, I guess Singletary's he, he, the outing was fine for him, but Moss got the touchdowns. They were very, very similar. And this was, um, yeah, yeah. As a as a, a former uh, Singletary backer, it's disappointing. But then I'll go to number three, Gio Bernard filling in for Joe Mixon again. Got himself uh, receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown, so solid nineteen point eight standard. He's 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 filled in and actually played better for in fantasy than Mixon has for the most part, except for Mixon's one game. Geo's actually been solid. And then here we go. This is the weird one. The two Colts running backs here, neither of them named Jonathan Taylor. You know, Jordan Wilkins, Naheem Hines. So Wilkins got himself 20 carries. 20 carries for 89 yards, got a touchdown. Hines got the two nice receiving touchdowns. Basically good moves. Jonathan Taylor had 11 for 22. What is going on there? I mean, they went away from him today after he – I mean, they were over the hot hand of Wilkins. Yeah, I mean, he just didn't get it done today. Um, I don't, uh, I don't have too many answers for anyone. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they handle this moving forward. I still believe that uh, that he's the most talented back they have, but at the same time, that doesn't really matter if they decide to take this route. Which, once again, you take it with a grain of salt because they played Detroit, not a great defense. Uh, they and they just didn't need him. They were they're up big at one point. That is not why they went away from him. He just wasn't doing well. So it wasn't that wasn't part of the game plan or wasn't trying to rest him, I don't believe. He just didn't look that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Wilkins did look good, but he's had quite a bit of time to prove himself. And, I, you know, he's, he's always looked okay, but nothing crazy. And then Hines, he's just going to be that kind of guy, which every once in a while he's going to have yeah. a big game. Because he yeah. is the, you know, pass catching back. I, I mean, how much do you – this does not change the way you play – that Colts backfield next week, does it? No, it just drops Taylor in the ranks a bit, but maybe Wilkins goes up a bit, but it's you're not really you're not looking to play Jordan Wilkins. You'd have to be in a really desperate situation to ever want to put Jordan Wilkins in your lineup next week. I just cannot see that continuing. I mean, Taylor, though, when you look at his numbers, he hasn't been spectacular. We keep waiting for him to be better than he is. Hasn't quite happened yet, but he's better than Jordan Wilkins. I he just is. This is kind of, I think, a fluky game, just the way it went. I wouldn't um, – I mean, if I was a Jonathan Taylor owner, I'm not going to feel good about this. And maybe, yeah, there is some worry. But don't become a Jordan Wilkins backer. <laughs> it's right, not, right. not going to happen. So, Same thing with Hines. Hines is going to have a game or two like this, but you never can trust it. You d- never know when it's going to happen. So um, next up was DJ Dallas there from Seattle. And this was just a product of everyone is hurt. Why DJ Dallas had to be the guy there. I mean – so Carson was out, Carlos Hyde was out. I think Travis Homer was even out. So it's all DJ Dallas. It's not like his numbers were great. 18 carries, 41 yards, caught five or 17, but he got a rushing touchdown, got a receiving touchdown, made his day pretty solid. Yeah. Um, if the injuries last, he could be a pickup next week, but that's, I mean, we're not going to know. And I think it seemed like everyone was close enough to playing to, um, 
yeah. So I'm not worried. Yeah. I mean, even even if it is just Carlos Hyde, right? Because he was doubtful coming yep. into the game. He was a game time decision. So I have to believe that he is going to be there if not. And he would be the de facto yep. number one then. And then obviously Chris Carson eventually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not I, good for him. I mean, the two touchdowns are what bolstered it. But at the same time, I think that's just what is going to be. And you see this in a lot of different places, right? It's like if the if the running back can produce, we, I mean, it yep. didn't work out so well, I guess, for uh, the Vikings. <laughs> One time we thought it was going to be Madison. But uh, usually, if if they are going to do well and, and one running back, the other running backs usually pick up the slack. We've seen it in San Fran. We've seen it in Seattle. Uh, yep. Obviously, even with Gio Bernard, we've seen it. So it, it's good to know that moving forward. Um, but uh, it doesn't change a whole lot of game planning since this might be a one-and-done type of deal for Dallas. Yep. After that, I mean, <laughs> so, some some solid games there from uh, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, kind of as expected, nothing crazy. Everyone else, I mean, there's not really that big of uh, not a lot of craziness. Damian Harris had a had a solid 16 for 102 in the touchdown. Like to see that, you know, Gus Edwards, you know, played solid. J.K. Dobbins played solid. Both actually played well um, there for Baltimore without Ingram. Dobbins had our uh, he had more yards but Edwards got the touchdown, but Dobbins looked pretty solid. 15 of 113. I like, like to see that. You knew he's good. He's, I think he's a good running back. Just needs some opportunity. And yeah, he looked pretty solid there. So after that, I'll see Samaje P Ryan's name. Jeez. I haven't seen that name in a long time. He didn't really do anything. Got himself a touchdown, but the, the guys down the board here that had some disappointing games, Melvin Gordon only got himself 4.7 in standard. Not much going on there. The chiefs backfield is, you know, Clyde Edwards Alaire owners are just not loving life. He only had six carries. So Le'Veon only had six as well. Six carries, seven yards, but he had three for 31. I don't know how that's going to turn out. Yeah, they didn't need him today. And that yeah. is the down, you know, the downside of having a running back on the KC yep. offense when they're clicking, man. No yep. one can stop them. I and mean, it's just what happened. And um, I do have to ask you about uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So Jarek McKinnon. And Jamichael Hasty, I mean, they both got work, but are you kind of surprised by the way that they handed out the, you know, the carries? Because Jamichael Hasty seemed to be the rushing back, and McKinnon was the guy that was the pass catcher. He did not get any work on the ground. I mean, you have to find that a little suspicious after, you know, what they said they were uh, making sure they were arresting him and, and everything like that. And then he only yeah. gets three carries anyway. Yep. It's I mean, um, what, how are you approaching San Fran right now? Because that seems like a, a mess for owners. It, it really does seem like a mess and I don't like any of it. Um, hasty. It's not like he played that well at all. He got himself a touchdown. So it made it a better day, but no, I, I just don't, I don't like the situation. I don't like anything about it. I would try not to play these guys. Honestly. I mean, there's just, I don't know how you can even figure out who's going to play well in this. I just, I can't, I just, I got to stay away. Got to stay away. I mean, if I'm desperate and I need a spot, I'd probably throw hasty in there next week. Cause it looks like Coleman got himself re-injured as well. So it's really, it's going to be what down to McKinnon and hasty at this point. I think you play, you, you know, Hasty's going to get some carries, but I don't know how good he actually is. I mean, McKinnon's the better player, I think, but he's dealing with something. They, you know, tired legs or something's what I heard the other day. 
which maybe, I mean, he didn't play for a couple of years. You know? <laughs> that's how it feels like a uh, non-medical term. <laughs> I know that's what they, that's what they read. So I don't, I don't know. It's the just, old uh, tired leg syndrome. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But yeah, I don't know. So another one I was disappointed to say DeAndre Swift, six carries for one yard. So yeah, another one. What the heck? <laughs> I mean, you have to just uh, be like, what, what is Detroit doing? I mean, so uh, last week, last week, I'm sitting here as a Detroit Lions slash Michigan Wolverines fan, um, <laughs> love, loving life, you know, got Michigan beats up on Minnesota, Look, offense looks great, uh, Detroit gets a come from behind win in the last second, I'm like, oh man, this is looking good, we got Michigan State coming up, we're going to blow out them, it's going to be funny, I can laugh at Jeff, um, Mich- Detroit's going to beat the Colts and be in the playoff hunt, and then look what happens now, Jesus All I know is MSU is one of the greatest NCAA teams at the moment. Just taking out the trash. (laughs) U of M. Please, like they, Michigan needs it. We have a pro team. I I don't think you guys knew that. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was no hard feelings. You know, you just have to have to recruit better. Pay yeah. more for a coach, you know, things of that nature. Which uh, which one of these crappy NFL teams is going to go after Harbaugh? They better, and he better take their job off her, please. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. Oh, my God. I knew. I didn't think this was going to happen, that MSU would beat U of M. I cannot wait for them to ask for his head. I don't even, like, it doesn't even, like, bother me that much. I'm not even, like, that. When it happened, it was weird. I'm Like, I remember when they lost the whole punt block, you know, the the whatever thing four years ago. That one, I sat there in silence for hours. But this one was just, like, whatever. Yeah. It's it's not, it's definitely not what, like, it's definitely, like, coaching, those guys still have to win, like, this season, even with everything going on. God. And to lose to us, especially after we just got, (laughs) just manhandle i mean we what seven turnovers and in the first game we played we lost to rutgers who hasn't won a big time ugly 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 yeah so whatever i mean it's terrible yeah anyway we'll get back to all right so i'm gonna move over to wide receivers here so uh bright spot in my life dk metcalf he's a bright spot i love dk metcalf he uh he might be my number one ranked receiver next year okay probably that's a little that's a little much Probably number three. He'll probably be my number three ranked receiver in 2021. That's how much this guy, how much I think of him. I am literally trying to figure out who the other one is going to be. I would assume Devontae Adams and, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. I was That's like, the, yeah. you're not still putting Michael Thomas in there. No, those will probably be the two ahead of him. So at yeah. this point, um, and Devontae Adams there is number two this week. Just an awesome game from him as well. Um, seven for 53, but three touchdowns. He is. He is Aaron Rodgers' target when it goes comes to the end zone. So, this awesome games there. Tyreek Hill, number three, four for ninety-eight, two touchdowns. So the top three don't really shock you at all. Robert Woods at four doesn't really shock you. It's a solid. It's got himself a rushing touchdown like he does sometimes now. Um, yep. Corey Davis though at number five here, solid eight for one twenty-eight and a touchdown. Really solid game from Corey Davis. And I think we've brought him up on most waiver wire shows when he's going to be active about looking at picking him up because um. He's been a better wide receiver this year. He really has. Yeah, he's been he's been good. That offense has been good. A.J. Brown is still incredibly dangerous, so they're trying to lock him down. Corey Davis has had the opportunity to kind of run a little bit unchallenged, and yep. he's cashing in on that. Yep. So that's great to see. Yep. After that, um, Mike Williams is up there. Marvin Jones has a Nicole Hardman. Wide receiver, you're never surprised if somebody actually has a good outing because all it takes is a touchdown or two. 
and they right. get up there. I, I would say the the one that you can take a, some away from this. I, I don't actually. Here's a question because I don't think. Um, you know, we talked about Corey Davis, Curtis Samuel, Marvin Jones, McCole Hardman. I, I think we I can yeah. agree that they're going to be a little up and down. You never really know. Um, but I do the two that are right here that I do want to talk about. Mm-hmm. First, Mike Williams. Yep. I want to know your thoughts on him and is he going to be able to um, do this consistently because he has been up and down, but in the past four weeks or three, I would say you take out the bye. Um, he's had two big games and one stinker. So yeah. well, I think, I, I think we might see better, you know, with Herbert there, I feel decently confident in he's going to be able to be a better player now that he has a quarterback to throw him the ball. And this is, you know, coming back from what the, um, he, he was injured and come back from the injury. Maybe that was what happened with the one for four game, but, this is a solid one they're looking for. Herbert's looking for him. So I, it's not like um, Mike Williams is, you know, Mike Williams and Corey Davis, both of them here, that same draft class. And they're showing signs at least right now that they can play a little bit. I'm just not confident in the either of them yet, but it won't take much more. It's a week or two more. And then, you know, they've had the talent always. Um, I think Williams has a shot though, with the, with the way, that, with the quarterback situation. I like the way it's going for him. Um, And I was going to say the other two that we can talk about really briefly, because I think they're important, but Brandon Ayuk and Travis Fulgham, both of them, uh, Ayuk a little more in the past two games has really shown himself to be a good wide receiver. He's really catching on very quickly. He's kind of de facto number one because everyone else is hurt. Do you see that first of all, continuing while everyone is hurt? And second of all, even when Debo comes back, do you think that Ayuk is going to be, able to be slotted into your into your roster or do you are you going to be taking backpedaling on him a little bit before like when that kind of turns out to be the you know the situation of I think I think Ayuk has shown enough that I can I even with Samuel there I'm not that worried about it I think you can play Debo um yeah or play Brandon with 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 uh Debo there I like it I think he's a good player and there I mean the thing is that offense though in the quarterback situation is a little little uh you know, questionable right now with Garoppolo getting pulled in that one. I mean, I don't know if he was yeah. hurt or not, well, but either way, Mullins say, came in. Was it Mullins who came in and looked good? Yeah, I think it was yeah, Mullins. But you have to say, I mean, the the past two games, even with that going on, Ayuk has looked really good and they're yep. targeting him a lot. He's almost had 100, game, or 100 yards in both games. Yep. And even before that, he, yeah. he flashed. Um, well, so it, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what else he can do. The other guy who, not, yeah, not touted very, you know, very highly. Yep. But this guy is putting together a quiet season, and he just just got a touchdown just a minute ago here. Um, yeah. So game, okay. So that is going to be four touchdowns in five yeah. games that he played. Yeah. He just he's now six. It's just beginning of the fourth here with uh, Eagles and Dallas, and now he's six for seventy eight and a touchdown in this one. So and, and look at this too. This is what he's been able to do against a killer uh, lineup as well. So San Fran, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, the New York Giants and Dallas in the last two, but he went uh, 57 in a touchdown, 152 in a touchdown, 75 in a touchdown, 73 yards, no touchdown that one. And then tonight so far, 78 in a touchdown. He's about yeah. to hit a bye. I mean, is this your, even with them, because the, the worry is they're going to get healthy now because he is obviously on the Eagles and they had no one. And we were looking for that guy. Um, but, you know, Rager, yeah, uh, he has come back. You got Deshaun. Deshaun. Yep. You know, Deshaun Jackson is going to be in the mix. 
does this guy, because he's done so well, is he still the go-to guy? Or do you think that because he's not really a name um, that, you know, this, like having four other guys finally getting healthy, do you think that he is, his opportunity is going to be watered down? It's kind of the same thing as Brandon Ayuk because he's not as big of a name though. I don't know if it's going to be, I think he's, I think he's proved himself enough. Wentz, Wentz is going to him. And I don't know if that's really going to change too much yeah i really that, don't that's the other guy i mean yep. dallas goddard's been coming back yeah goddard's in, goddard's in this game right now he's playing yeah. so, so he hasn't done much i don't know what has he done today what has goddard done uh one catch for 15 so yeah yeah you know, that plays out when he's back more so all right how about some other receivers who did bad today <laughs> tyler lockett follows up his massive game with four for 33 i guess you just can't have both of them going off in a week both him and metcalf one has to be bad and one can be good Adam Thielen, three for 27. Well, Justin Jefferson, Justin. three for 26. Well, to be fair to them, though, when, you're, when your running back yeah. is having a career day, you don't we really, don't expect you to do a whole lot. <laughs> yep, you don't really need to do much. But, yeah, that was uh, just some of, the, some of the bad games. T.Y. Hilton got hurt, I think, but he's really, really bad. Yeah, you A.J. Green crashed back down to earth after having a couple of decent games. He didn't do a whole lot. Yep, yep. Um, and then oh, Deontay oh, Johnson, he got tossed, right? So <laughs> he's out of didn't that. he get tossed out again? I, I don't know if he I, no, he uh he got hurt he, at one he, point. I thought, but oh, oh okay, well, that's what it was. I saw him. Uh, I know that he got in that fight, and, I, and then he was out. So I wasn't sure if it was he got tossed oh, no. or, or yeah. injured. But he went from having that big game to next to nothing. So yeah. the the yo yo effect is is affecting a lot of these guys. Kenny Galladay is another one. Got hurt there. Yeah. Yep. And then um, this is still going into the fourth quarter. Amari Cooper has no catches on two targets. So, yeah, I mean, that Dallas offense, I did not think that it was going to crash did, as yeah. hard as it is right now because they can't get anything going. Zeke is also, I mean, at standstill yep. for the most part. Yep. I mean, is it time to hit the panic button on that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Mike McCarthy's a moron. <laughs> so, all right. So, how about tight end? I'll finish it up here with a quick tight end. Tight end is an ugly, ugly position. It is, it is, it is brutal. You well, got, uh, other than Travis Kelsey, you got Travis that, Kelsey. I, I love that the number two tight end today is Taysom Hill. God, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Can we, can a quarterback. We talk about how that, yeah. A, a quarterback's a number two tight end, essentially. So, it's, it's Travis Kelsey and then everyone else. Um, Taysom Hill's there. Jared Cook. I mean, Jared Cook, I guess, wasn't terrible. He got him touched some, a touchdown. But that's the thing. If you don't get a touchdown, you don't even get to be decent in this one. He get the touchdown, so he's up there. Ebron gets a touchdown, but he still barely gets double digits. It's just, it's um, Trey Burton uh, ran one in. He got another running touchdown. So, that, I mean, he, he becomes interesting. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is just disappointing. Uh, Kittle got hurt, but he wasn't doing anything before that. He had two for 39. He really wasn't doing much and then got himself hurt. It, the, um, there, there's no fracture. They did um, – it was a foot injury is what they said. But there is no fracture, but they play Thursday. I have a hard time seeing him playing Thursday I, without even knowing what the actual injury is. It's, I have a hard time seeing that. And um, Jordan Reed is supposedly going to be back on thursday so if jordan reads back i don't see them rushing kittle back for that one give him the extended break there other one like jonu smith two for 29 darren waller five for 28 mark andrews was three for 32 hunter henry another disappointment four for 33 just uh, just all over the just all around disappointing tyler higby he's that guy's not good wonder who told you that two for 14 <laughs> so 
Yeah, just and Mike Gusecki there. What one for eight? Just just a bad day overall for tight end. So, but yeah, there we go. All right, that's all I got to, for today, Jeff. So that'll be that'll do it. We'll be back tomorrow with some waiver wire pickups. Talk to you guys then. <laughs>